Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Billy and Ray, Billy's played by Mark Duplass and uh, Ray's played by Sterling K. Brown, are lifelong friends, brothers from another mother, and the last two men on Earth. Their survival is largely due to Ray, a brilliant scientist who designed a domed structure with all the systems necessary to sustain life on a planet that could no longer support it. I'm going to leave it there because there's a lot to talk about in this wonderful new <laughs> film called Biosphere. It, it is a it is a film that is fun, funny, insightful, and challenging to a lot of people. It will be, and I think that's I think that's a big part of the reason it was made was to challenge our ideas our stereotypes about gender and sexuality and, and so much more. We're joined today by director, co-writer, co-producer, Mel Eslin. Mel, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I also want to mention Zachary Drucker, uh, who I had on for uh, Lady in the Dale. And uh, mm -hmm. it's such, I mean, you have a great team, I guess my point in bringing, all, bringing Zachary <laughs> into it. You have a great team uh, in regards to this film and what inspired it? What, how did this come about? I know a little bit about how we got here, but uh, it's an interesting story. How did, we, how did we come up with this project? Yeah, I mean, I will say to start off with that, it's a hard film to talk about in press because we're trying to keep so much of it under wraps to allow for everybody to have this authentic, viewing experience that is so rare these days with such a there's conversations had before you even see the film and i wanted this to be one where the conversation happened after you saw the film so it's such this uh challenge but yes. you know what i can say is since i was a kid the path was writer director somewhere along the way i went down the path of producer i was like i'll do this for a little bit 10 15 years go by and uh, I'm running Mark and Jay Duplass's company and hit a point where I was like, it's it's time, guys. I got to get back to that a little bit. And Mark and I have worked together over the years and I've gotten used to Mark comes up with the best ideas, but they're always half formed. And what I try and do is finish the sentence for him. And so this was one of those where he pitched me a very rough idea, a couple things that he was like, these could maybe be a part of it. And I said, I think there's something there, but I want to expand upon it. And I want to put a female voice to this idea you're pitching me because there's these themes of toxic masculinity that I think we can dig into more, especially as a woman. And so we went away for a weekend and just threw all of our ideas into a bucket. And I went off and wrote the first draft and uh, we kind of went back and forth and, and got to where we are now. I think this is really important. Uh, in, in terms of the film and the success of the film, finding the right tone, finding that sort of that balance between the comedic elements in it, as well as this more serious, the idea of the insightfulness that you have to have in order to pull this up. Both of these characters have to be as open and as vulnerable as the other one has to be in, in this. And I thought it that part worked beautifully in the film. Thank talk, you. Yeah. Talk a little bit about sort of finding that tone, finding that balance. Yeah, it's um I mean, I am such a fan of the, the going from 
crying to laughing, laughing to crying. I think there's some, there's just such energy in those crossovers. And that was a big thing for me uh, in, in wanting to capture that as much as possible. And, you know, it was a lot of it too, was just bringing these guys in and allowing them to take shape with these characters. We're dealing with a lot of themes that are challenging and pushing people, some people's notions and some people's definitions and boundaries, I, I believe in a good way. And we're doing it with two characters who are not actually entirely great people. And that's something I also find really interesting and fascinating is when you're following characters that you don't necessarily fully fall in love with or fully agree with. There's got to be something else that keeps you invested. And I, I think comedy is a big thing there. I think about that with, you know, like the TV show Succession, where I'm like, these are all horrible people, but you are amusing me and it's so well done and I'm laughing. I'm going to nibble around the edges of the story. Okay? <laughs> we all are, we all do. <laughs> <laughs> so it is basically these two men and or I don't have to do this, but I'll, I'll, let me take a shot and then you can. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so it's about these two men who are we find fully formed in a biodome of some kind, something that looks like something we're familiar with. We, we know of back, there was a time, the biodome projects, and we know of, of it. And we, I think we're going to become more and more familiar with this sort of living arrangement. But so, so they are obviously people who have known each other for a long time. And we find out fairly early on that one of them was president of the United States and the other one was an assistant of trusted assistant and consigliere and who knows, a lot of different things. And mm -hmm. they, it, what feels like at the very beginning, it's a, it's a science project. Not quite sure how they exactly had happened, but it feels like something almost a 2001 sort of thing where, and then from there, it's a process of getting to know each other even more thoroughly than they did before. Yeah, yeah. I think there's some, there's some of that in there. I think it's, it's a good dancing around the edges. <laughs> um, it. You know, I, these are two characters who grew up together. They've known each other since they were like six years old. And they did have this, there's this running theme, which I don't think is giving much away, which is they, you know, very early on, they have this conversation about Mario and Luigi. Yes. And because I've always been fascinated, like, why is it called Mario Brothers? When you've like, what about Luigi? And so there's this conversation of this dynamic with one of them having been the president and the other having been his best friend and advisor. And what does that dynamic look like? And was one the secret thought behind the, the figurehead? That was a big theme that we wanted to play with. And I think that's part of what they're breaking down and examining while they're in this biosphere after like the, they're the only people left. And then really like at the heart of this is just about, I believe, the human capacity to change and to evolve and to love. And I think that's kind of where everything sprouted from, from there. The film will be opening on July 7th and here in Los Angeles. And, and all other, over. And all yeah. over the place. Very good. And, you know, one other element in sort of the filmmaking part of it, I, I saw in the, the notes where you worked with a, a documentary filmmaker, a filmmaker, a cinematographer who worked in the documentary realm. I think that is so invaluable. I'm finding more and more of that with, feature films, they worked in that environment because it, it's that ability to kind of capture the essence of pressure situation. I think it's an invaluable asset for a cinematographer because it happens in a fairly confined space. I just want to just kind of a shout out to Nathan Miller. Just, I thought the way you were able to frame it, everything about the story 
in, in service to the story itself just worked beautifully. I agree. There is an energy that I think documentary cinematographers bring to narrative that I find really exciting. I couldn't agree more. And one last thing, the Duplass brothers, amazing team. Um, I remember the first time I had anything to do with them on the show, which was Safety Not Guaranteed, one of my favorite films. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was the film that uh, Mark and I really bonded on. Uh, Your sister, sister and Safety Not Guaranteed is what solidified our relationship. Two terrific films, two absolutely wonderful films. I still think about Safety Not Guaranteed and what an amazing cast. And by the way, can't let it go unsaid. Sterling K. Brown is fantastic in the film, an amazing actor all over the place. He is everywhere, but he is truly a presence and wonderful part of the film. Yeah, I agree with that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mel Eslin, thank you so much. Again, director, co-writer, co-producer. Thank you so much for Biosphere. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. 